videos where you have an officer basically around the neck area. To These two retired Vegas cops now podcast hosts. They don't have ID, they can't get into a hotel room. To, to get them the help they need, especially if someone even gets arrested. A lot of people don't know how the justice system works. What you guys have going on is necessary, it's needed. Tony here for being um, ex-military. We have Sean, who is retired military an analyst. I'm saying it wrong with my accent. Analyst. 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 Analysis. <laughs> it's the same analyst. thing. I don't know why. Analysis. The New York accent. It's is similar. Got it. And we are analysts. So he's always analysis and analysts is two different things. He was analyzing. Don't and don't analyst analyze. To, correct. Okay. An, no, no, analyst analyze. <laughs> analyze. So you analyze. Anali you perform analysis of an item. Okay, so you did that for eight years, right? Yeah. <laughs> eight years analyzing a lot of stuff. Yeah. In the military. Yeah. So the bottom line is, wow. and then John T, she's, um, she's been just around the block in no. general. Yeah. You've yeah. Been, you're, world, you're a worldly person. Oh, yeah. 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 And so I think the four of us. The in, big world block. Yeah. That's where I've been. So we've both been around. And uh, not just social, not just social media, or in the community. Hey, first of, of all, don't compare yeah. my block with your block, okay? Because what you've been around, I'm sure, has nothing to do with me. Well, you, how many years you've been in Vegas? Twenty-two. I'm twenty-one, so I'm sure we've, you know, we've been around. No, the same you've blocks. been around. Yeah, no, no, we just never, we, we just never not, crossed blocks. No, we have not been in the same blocks. How many blocks were on your beat? Surprising. <laughs> uh, it was it was only what was it one square mile when we worked? One square mile. One square mile. It's a lot of blocks, you know, hard, you know, difficult but it went up. Yeah. A lot of people. High rises, you know, oh, not, yeah, I don't yeah, say yeah. high rises, more housing and stuff like that. So anyway, <laughs> let's talk about, I was going to say high this rise. Like it, sounds like high it, rise. it sounds like one block fact? was horrible. Forget about it. Walking a foot post. <laughs> so listen, let's talk about what's going on in Israel because I'm, you know, every day I'm like, you know, getting all the news and whether, you know, news is real or not these days on social media. And, mm. um, but I want to talk about what's going on in general to get your different opinion in general. The only thing I'll say is this. So um, I try to be unbiased, even though I happen to be Jewish, and I've been to Israel in general, but I'm not there. So I used to always say, um, you know, I, I'm not there. I really don't know, which leads to a funny story. Like it did, doesn't affect you. Yeah. Because you're so not I there. did, at one time, I did years ago, talking about dating, I dated a girl who happened to be half Mexican and half Palestinian. Well, you covered the all the races, don't wow. you? I tried not to be discriminatory when I, when I was dating. You got two of the 10 yeah. tribes. Yeah, so I remember talking to right. her, even though I was dating the girl at the time, and she would say, she would kind of make a remark about Jewish people, and she knew I was Jewish. And I said, look, I'm not there. I don't really know what's going on in general. I mean, of course, I don't want anyone to get hurt or die and so on. But we never made it into a major conversation. But if the relationship would have went further, I guess it wouldn't have been good because she no. was pro-Palestinian. And a lot of pro-Palestinian, you know, that's the question. Do they believe in this Hamas or terrorist organization, is it more like some people will say free Palestine? Is it free Palestine from the Hamas or is it free Palestine from Israel? Right? Like there's so many different perspectives with it. So I wanted to start with um, Sean with your take of what's going on and where do you think that the future will be for America since we have ships and things going into, you know, uh, into that region. And also I heard uh, the president was supposed to be going there, but something Thing happened today where it became more dangerous. I don't even know what's going on. No, Biden, Biden did show up, show up today. Right? He went to Israel? He turned around. He went to Israel. He saw Netanyahu. Whatnot. Okay. Uh, they had a meeting. 
uh, it, it was a little scripted, if you want to call it that. Uh, you would have to watch it yourself to understand okay. what I'm saying right now. Uh, but as a whole, I think right now there's a major issue with there being three carriers in place. And when I say carriers, carrier groups, right? I right. think a lot of Americans turn around, uh, and Tony could probably uh, agree with me on this one. When you send a single carrier, you're looking at anywhere between, I don't know, 15 to 20 ships to yeah. not include submarines paired with each. So let's just say 25 across the board. We're looking at 75 ships, 5,000 per carrier, roughly speaking, and then another. A it's a lot. I mean, we bring America to you at that point. Um, the next thing is they just deployed uh, the Marine Expeditionary Units. Uh, I believe there's two out there right now, which are amphibious assault units and the uh, USS, uh, well, I forget the last name, but basically the Command command uh, Group 4, the two Marine Expeditionary Units, along with Rangers, SF, and a few others that are deployed currently in Israel, uh, basically on standby with IDF. Now, IDF's clearing block by block, so my opinion of it right now is it's just going to escalate uh, I saw a news clip. Uh, Putin did deploy a carrier group because the U.S. has three in place. Oh, I didn't he see that. Yeah, he deployed a carrier group, and what he wants to do is basically uh, run 24-7 uh, aircraft patrols to shoot down anything that flies over. So you're saying Russia is sending one, you said one? One carrier group. One carrier group. Like, it's going to be interesting because I saw something on you know social media where Years ago, they were showing that the you know Americans were in the region. So I wonder how that really works. Where what Russia is sending one aircraft, but is it going to be right by, you know, the Gaza? Like how does that work? Yeah, probably pop, park them right off the coast of Gaza. I mean, Gaza is a small strip to the you know the south uh, east of uh, uh, Israel, or it's you know encompassed within Israel's borders. And then if you look at the we the West Bank, it's a little to the north and northeast, if you want to call it that. But each their own contained within Israel. Um, within Israel's borders. That's why people say free Palestine. Well, who are you freeing it from? Like you said earlier, you'd be looking at something like you'd have to create your own nation and, and consolidate the two in some manner. And I, that's not a possibility. You'd have to cut Israel in half. What? That's so complicated. I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm staying out of this conversation because I know nothing political, really. No, so it's absolutely complicated. And, and I agree with, with the fact that it's not viable I, I don't know what people want at this point in time. Yeah, I I'm not sure. Turn Is this all the, just a start to World War III? Yeah, you know, they have to do things. Possibly. Is that possible? Okay. So, I mean, if you want to talk prophecy, I I don't want to go there. But the the reality prophecy. is the reality is is yes, probably yeah. because the quantity yeah. of countries countries getting involved and the threats being made against the United States, such as OPEC saying hey, mm -hmm. or any Islam nation saying hey, if the United States gets involved. You're going to turn around and uh, cut you off one from fuel sources, meaning crude. crude. Crude barrels could go to $200, $300 per barrel, and Americans would be paying $15 a gallon, $20 a gallon if that were to happen. Mm -hmm. And this is not a, a, a passive threat that they, they said idly. This mm -hmm. was a direct threat to the, to the U.S. economy. Mm -hmm. So we have our own oil sources here in, in our country? In terms of oil sources, we do, yes. right? Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot, even. We elect to not use them. Right. Uh, What's the real reason why? They're like backup. Backup, well, okay. It, you know, that, well, that makes sense. Wh why spend your own money when you can borrow from the bank and the bank be in the world? So might as well borrow for, from the bank sure. if you can if it's, a, if it's cost effective. So that's what we do. Yeah, so when that time comes when we really desperately need it, we can just tap into our own resources, correct? Yes, we can. But the problem being is that we expended those resources recently or portions of them mm. uh, while... Uh, trying to maintain the gas prices and the economy. 
Mm. I believe it's last year we opened up our reserves at some point, and we yeah, utilized. Yeah, I think a it lot. was last year. We utilize a lot of that resource. Ah, uh, it could be all lies. You know, the government lies all the time. So, so how do we know? You know, for it's sure. In, it's interesting because the um, just like social, men on social media the other day, there was like a. <laughs> A make believe situation. Well, I, I just like men, they lie all the time. Is that there was a Palestinian woman? You know, that's why they have therapy in the other podcast too. Is if you have issues with men, <laughs> you can go to Sally. Is that what is it? Sally May in the next whatever it is. Studio. Well, that's why you do this because it's therapy. That's right. They do yeah. say that. Um, yeah. You know, what is it again? You, that men, you, 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 women go to therapy, therapy and men start podcasts. Podcasts, right? So I've, been, yes, I'm in, yeah. I've been in podcast therapy for yeah, two years. So this year, therapy. So the bottom line is this: is that. What I saw was there was like a Palestinian woman making believe that she was like news media, and she's like, "Oh, we're over here, and they just did this, they do that, they and the Israelis just killed, chopped off some heads of some children." Like there's like the fake media going on, yeah. or they're filming like fake Jewish people like kicking Palestinians, like you know. So there's a whole like media war that's going on as well. Disinformation of the information, and so it's crazy. Disinformation of disinformation. But it's amazing that we live in a time with, with the cell phone, right? That we have this instant access sure. where like the wars, right? Vietnam with these other wars, right? You never had access like that or people even you know making videos of like fake stuff you don't even know what to believe anymore exactly you know but so here's a question for you everyone talks about right right now in regards to does israel have the right to protect itself and then there's some conspiracy theories uh in regards to what happened so what's your take why do you you know people feel the idf the israeli defense force you know is top-notch in general tony why do you think and sean that um that how they were able to breach i mean normally some people would say like if you were driving a remote control car they would shoot it down you know you know shoot if it was on the way to the gaza so i guess my question is how the hell did this happen if idf is such a elite team right so much time passed in between when they attacked until idf engaged yeah but i mean normally they're on the board on top of the game like why was it such a surprise actually it was a jewish holiday you know like they were not prepared it's been 50 years or something from the last major war like why do you think that 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 they i guess messed up someone messed up right some system you know they use those uh, paragliders mm-hmm. you know to be some people said that it was too low to basically you know what did you mention one time that it was so the the paragliders are, are one too small it's too small of a, a cross section and the other thing being with it being nylon it's non-reflective right the 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 radar systems push waves right through it no big deal cuz we're we're emitting at a, a high energy output uh, but I mean, you guys should really know what response times are like. You're police officers. When you see somebody, you know, barricaded, there's a period of 45 minutes where there's no SWAT, there's nobody on scene. I mean, I would think of the first hour is probably kind of a wash. The second and third hour are probably like cordoning off anything that has already happened. And then the fourth and fifth hour, are probably figuring out like getting your ducks in order and figuring out how we're going to handle the situation or what the higher ups want done. That's Probably the reality of those, that six-hour window. Now, was it quick enough? Probably not. I mean, we oh, actually no, that it was not. But it, it is what it is at this point. Um, I would think that, or would hope that we'd have a faster response time if this was the United States. Uh, I would hope so. <clears throat> yeah, but especially like on the borders in general. And actually, what scares me as well is that I, you know, I went to Israel when I was. Um, I think I was 26 at the time and I was a police officer in New York City and I went on this trip where they were bringing like Jewish, you know, young adults to Israel up to the age of like 26, maybe 28. And I actually went to the border of Lebanon there and there was like, they called it a kibbutz, which is similar to where this thing took place. And I remember, I didn't tell anyone I was a police officer because I just felt like, hey, if something happened, maybe they would look at me or I was a target. So I just told people, I remember telling people like I was a mortgage agent, which was kind of funny. Um, and then at the time mm-hmm. I remember being like across from Lebanon and I was thinking to myself, you know, are there, you know, 
some sniper looking at me right now from across the border because I was right on the border oh, uh, by the so. Golan Heights. Yeah. And now, basically, there are they are actually the Israeli um, army is blowing up things in Lebanon, which was the Hezbollah, which is the other terrorist group as well. So technically, we're fighting at the Gaza. We're fighting in Lebanon now as well. I mean, mm-hmm. even though they're shooting, I don't think they're going into Lebanon. But did you know that? Mm-hmm. Did you know that it's Lebanon? They're shooting in Lebanon to the Hezbollah, which is the one terrorist organization. Then you have Hamas mm-hmm. and the Gaza. So they're basically fighting like two different wars there. That's terrible. Regarding Hezbollah and, and uh, Lebanon, I saw that one, Saudi recalled all their citizens uh, out of Lebanon saying, get out. And then the other thing I saw was that Lebanon or Hezbollah, the group, uh, had turned around and taken an IDF uh, forward operating base at some point. So not only are we engaging them within their own territory in Lebanon, but they've actually been in Israel. It's going to spread. It's not going to remain a, a regional issue, or it's not going to remain a state issue or a province issue. It's going to become a regional issue. But like you were saying with the borders, remember when I was stationed in South Korea at the DMZ, you had snipers on both sides looking at each other like 24 hours a day. Yeah, It's, the, mo- it's the most armed place in the world. More landmines per square foot than yep. there is anywhere else in the world. Between North Korea and South Korea. Correct. Yes, And, and radar systems, uh, let alone. So yeah. there's no flying across that border. So, wh- and then I guess here's the other question then in regards to Israel. Like, when they go into the Gaza now, it just seems like they're blowing up a bunch of stuff. I mean, how do you really, I mean, some people say you have to do something now in order to stop it in the future. Like, what do you do for that area? I mean, do you just blow up the area and bulldoze it and let it just be flat land? Like, how do you, t- do you take over that spot again and push it? push people to Egypt, which Egypt is not even letting people in. You would think that if, the, if there was Muslim people in general that in Egypt, why would you not let all these people that are fleeing, why not let them into Egypt? Like, why stop them if they're if it's like the Muslim Brotherhood, not to go into the religion, but if, if it's your people and Muslim people, why not let these people into Egypt? It's not like... I, I, I do believe that they're going to turn it into a, a wasteland. I believe that's the whole goal, and that's what they've been doing. I don't know if you've looked, but they've gone block by block, just like they did in the Ukraine with Russia. There's no towns left in, in the, the regions they're fighting in in the Ukraine with Russia. They bulldoze the entire thing. And I mean, it's really a humanitarian crisis post-war. There's no doubt about that. But when another country or your country tells you you need to leave these areas, you need to leave these areas because, because they're not going to exist after you've They're just going to level them out? Yeah, they're gone. And how far? You think it's the whole area? I think there? they're going to do the entire strip to prove a point. They're done. Israel's done. So basically the whole Gaza. Whole Gaza, just I think they're going to level it. I mean, it's going to be atrocious in terms of the humanitarian crisis. Uh, <coughs> but I think Islam, Islam nations, need to open their doors and allow those people to basically exodus into mm-hmm. those nations. Uh, I mean, it needs to happen because if it does not happen, they're going to get pinched at the end and you're going to have a bloody situation. Are the other countries not allowing people to I come in? I suppose the last I heard that Egypt was not allowing. No? Okay. I, last I heard, the, the I mean, the border of Egypt was... Basically closed. overrun and closed. Mm, right. or I don't want to say overrun, but there were so many people there. They couldn't do anything. I also heard Hamas wasn't letting people leave. I mm. did hear that too, briefly. So, so It's sad. a terrorist organization. Yeah. Hamas as a whole is a terrorist organization. And you know, the, the whole idea, there was a supposedly a uh, hospital that was bombed by Isra- uh, the Israeli IDF. Uh, I don't necessarily doubt it. But I also don't accept, do not accept it because Hamas is saying, you know, one, they're pointing fingers at each other, right? Mm. But is there disinformation of disinformation? So if it did occur, who, you know, who's at fault ultimately? I'm sure there's a lot of disinformation of misinformation yeah. going on. I mean, Jundi, do you believe that what you see on the news these days? No, I don't. And that's why I don't watch it. And that's why I know nothing about it. 
Mm. Honestly, I mean, I'll see glimpses of this and that or whatever, but I think that's just kind of localized news, too. And that's put out on purpose. Yeah. And you know? that might be an issue for our country right now, too, because mm -hmm. when you think about it, many people are so disconnected in the sense of like, hey, I'm trying to maintain my life. I'm trying to stay focused on what's going on in my in my headspace yeah. and and maintain because things are not easy right now, necessarily in the economy. And people i don't i don't say people are struggling but i mean people are focused trying to maintain that that level of uh, performance and that level of income uh, i understand you know we all we are all there at some point right um it's hard to focus on anything else instead of yourself unless it's actually happening to you correct correct you yeah, know I, I, none of us can can way. you know can compare or or you know think about what's actually happening to those people yeah. so at, at what point does america say hey this is enough and, and at what point does it begin to affect us on a daily basis? Like to me, it would be at the gas pump. Mm -hmm. If I'm paying $15 a gallon, $20 a gallon, what are people willing to deal with? Would you pay 15 or $20 a gallon for gas? Uh, I, I wouldn't want to, no. <laughs> I think people you know? just would stop going out and it affects the economy. But if, if that yeah. was the case, I think we would deal with it somehow. If, we didn't, that, if we didn't have a choice, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's no choice. Right, a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. We'd have to. I'd have the car full of gas in case of an emergency. Right. And yeah. Not use it as often as I do now. I mean, we're doing that now. I mean, at whatever six, seven dollars per gallon, right? It's getting more expensive. By the way, yeah. I just looked online. It said why the refusal. It says for Egypt and Jordan. It says the refusal is rooted in fear that Israel wants to force a permanent expulsion of Palestinians into their countries and nullify Palestinian demands for statehood. So mass exodus would risk bringing militants into Egypt's peninsula from where they might launch attacks on Israel endangering the two countries' 40-year-old peace treaty. So I guess they think what there's going to be issues. I mean, it's kind of interesting because if they say, hey, if we let them in, then basically Israel takes over, right? So let's just like keep them there, you know, so yeah. that they don't take over. Like to, I, Again, what are people just going to line up on the border and just kind of have like a campground? Like, like a militarized campground. <sighs> it's a reality they're going to face, though, because Israel, you know, people are going to keep uh, crying wolf with regard to the, the the fatalities that occur due to the war and Israel is not playing games at this point. They, they've said enough's enough. What do you think about the whole hostage situation? Like do you think that the, most of these um, the hostages like I think there's about what 12, 15 American hostages, right? What's your take on America? They, they, they were telling Joe Biden that basically the president that he should do something because they're American hostages. Good luck to Hamas because you, you have the most psychotic gruesome men coming your way you you will never yeah they'll never live it down it's the biggest mistake they've ever made in regards to hamas absolutely yeah special so, forces delta black op they're not so do you take think prisoners. do you do you think that they're going to go in are they already in what do you think uh, i think they're going to go in and if they haven't already gone in and they because I, I heard that they uh separated the hostages into Different groups, groups if yeah. you want to call it that, you know, groups of two and three hostages at a time. Are, who who are, are the hostages? Who are they? I saw a series of hostages, and most of them were younger adult females, uh, was what I understood. Did they work for the state? No, they, no, were, no, they, no. they were at it. Well, mainly a music festival is what I saw. Yeah, there was, oh, there was a musical yeah, festival really? piece that they basically, were, like young people oh, that goodness. were taken, you know, um, hostage. And then also they went door to door to you know houses. Mm -hmm. <coughs> someone hostage, someone killed, and also young kids. And also the you know 
look at some of the videos of babies that are basically being caged. Oh, mm -hmm. So if they separate, someone told me that, you know, this was like two, three days ago, that there's like a, a four to five day window right now that before they go in, like if you were trying to basically try to uh, try to take the hostages back, like there's a certain window. Mm -hmm. But once you go in, they're going to kill them. Mm -hmm. no, I, I don't think that's going to be true because if you look at the Jessica Lynch, Lynch situation, I believe it was Jessica Lynch was her name back in uh, the initial Iraqi war. And she turned around and she was taken hostage. Uh, her entire team was killed, right? None of the men set their weapons down. She set her weapon down. She was taken a hostage, beat, raped continuously for, I believe, two-week period. Days. And then, like, yeah. days on end. And turned around and uh, ultimately was rescued by either Delta or Black Op. And they left nobody alive. Mm. So... It was just her, her extraction, and that was it. Wow. So basically, okay. we feel they split up all the hostages to be strategic. So if something happens, right, they're all mm -hmm. in different places. Oh, yeah. But there were, I'm not sure, you, I guess you're not, really, I know you weren't feeling well, but the, you know, they show on TV and social media where there's basically probably about eight to 10 babies Ugh. that they cage. I mean, like, you know, yeah. a year, two years of age, like little infants. Oh. Mm -hmm. They showed one terrorist guy basically rocking a, a what do you call it? The a cradle? stroller, a stroller oh, of okay, one of okay. the kids children. that they took in general, the children. And then what really was sad was they took a lot of young ladies, you know, from the thing, and they they um, one was festival. at the festival, and basically it looked like one was raped, she was bleeding. Oh my yeah, God. I and saw then that. They basically put her in a car, and um, one was they On killed her body and stuff like that. What? That's a really sad. There's one girl, you know, and they were dragging one body in the back, and then one was um, taken off in a. Um, what is, their, what is their purpose, though, for having these, you Death know? to America. Well, you know, it's just a terrorist. Terrorist. I mean, it's interesting because some so people... So they don't want anything. They're not demanding anything specific or anything, right? No, not at this no, point in time, They don't it? care. They just want to show us that this is what we're going to do. Well, some people... This was interesting because I asked different people, and some people that I met with today who... There was a female attorney that I spoke to happened to be Jewish, and she was like, oh, it's Netanyahu, the president of Israel. It's, like, too extreme. And, you know, it's like someone talking about Trump. But I'm like, no... People would say that these people were treated so poorly that it's like this open prison of people, you know, and that that's that we made them this way because we treated them so poorly. Now, I don't know. I'm not there. I don't really know. Right. Like what was done, but I would say like, it, does that mean that you should be raping and stealing babies and so on? Like that's against like all the, what is it? Geneva, you know, peace yeah, treaty yeah, and convention, convention. And all these things. So it just, it makes sense. If you want to go kill people, it's one thing, but to take babies and to take women and then rape them, and uh, be really terrorizing, mm -hmm. you know, that's not really done in most wars. It, no. Civilians in general shouldn't be part of that. Part of that. Mm -hmm. Correct. And, and the other thing, too, is like if they're going to call it a prison, right? One, pr uh, prisoners do not have weapons. And if you're going to call it an open air prisoner, or prison, uh, I mean, you have to think of like the ghettos, right? You look at the ghettos, nobody's a prisoner of the ghetto. You choose to be there, you've made that choice to be there. You can, you can exit the country. Just like they're offering you, they're, they're offering to Hamas. They're saying, you can exit this country. You can go live with your uh, Islamic Brotherhood and, and be happy and free and do what you need to do. But you're not going to remain in the Gaza. So you believe they can leave if they Absolutely, want to leave the Muslim yes. country? Absolutely. Because even in Israel, they allow people to work in Israel as well. They're from Palestine. They have like work visas right going back and forth. Correct. <clears throat> but some people feel that the Israelis treat these people like they're in prison, that they made them be so... I'm about to say no. terroristic. Mm. Uh, even yeah, word. No, they're, they're, they are not. They are not oppressed. If you own an AK-47, you are not oppressed. Just mm -hmm. let me remind you of that. But they're trying to uh, give that out, give out that message that they are oppressed. Is well, that why they're in, doing all in this? In some sense, they they probably believe that they've been mistreated in some manner. Okay. Uh, they want you know the reality is they probably want a nation to call their own, but the, their 
sandwiched in another nation oh. that they're they're a sect. Oh, they're not even it. a nation; they're a sect. I think that's the nail okay. on the head. Got it. Yeah. Right there. So they're trying to make a point or something, or they're. Okay. Mm. I mean, could you imagine if Republicans turned around and just built a wall around every every state that they lived in, and said, "Yeah, this doesn't work for us," mm-hmm. or or you're now a prisoner of your own state. So, mm-hmm. so what you take right now in America, basically, it seems that everyone became like anti-Semitic within the last, you know, two weeks, where like these different colleges, like universities of Pennsylvania, different places, like everyone's like basically like against the Jews or against Israel, and it's kind of interesting because I guess because the war with Ukraine and then COVID, like no one, everyone was kind of quiet, you know, like things were kind of quiet in general, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden, like you have like these Nazis in like Florida, basically they're wearing like red and black now, they're like walking all over the place, you know, and like I just think everything just turned. Real quickly, in the last two weeks, everything was kind of quiet. Maybe COVID should come back. And right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Well, that's so maybe, that maybe they're trying to create that. I mean, the truth is you don't know. I mean, John T. always believes in a lot of conspiracy theories, which I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying you, you just don't know. But things were just conspiracy quieter. Conspiracy realist, baby, okay? It's not theory. It's not yeah, theory. Yeah. Yeah, it's a conspiracy it's real. reality. Yeah. It's a reality. I mean, the, the statisticians, right? Like all so, the shit's coming true. So why do you believe this is taking place? What's the real reason? I don't know. I don't know about this, but it's all going to what's one. You, what do you know about I'm just saying it's leading to one thing, okay? She's saying it's she, leading to an index. It's leading but to that thing knows, that you're thinking of. This, she knows about real estate. Let me just do a plug. One eight three three Janti. The real estate and land in Las Vegas, Texas. Where but else? Everywhere. Everywhere. You know, all the over, entire, all over the country. This is a bad joke, but Ex- can you buy, not in Gaza can we buy strip, land though. in Gaza or no? Not right now. It's coming too soon. Yeah. Hey, but um, you can buy. A good deal. But you can buy in Egypt. Egypt. Right Egypt? Yeah, absolutely. How much is like a good mile? It's not too mile? bad, actually. You can get stuff for like under $50,000 there. For like a square mile? So if anyone's <laughs> no. listening and wants condo. to buy some land in Egypt or condo? Condo, baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Condo in Cairo. Oh, I don't think you can yeah. give those Contact John T. Yeah, at 1833 John T. I got her the number. 50,000, 100,000. It's a real number. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yes. It's a real number. He's, he's not I've got, one <laughs> call. I've got one call on it, but yeah, it's a real number. Yeah, one call. Well, uh, one call, are, that's all. Agents are standing by. If you're looking to buy uh, a condo in Cairo, please contact 1833 John T. We're going to clip this for you. Yeah, perfect. She always says I'm not marketing for her, you know. Yeah, never. To... You do nothing. Her phone's, like her, her phone's guy, on silence. What about the guy who wanted to buy land? Did yeah. you call him? No, he never called me. He never called you. You ever call them? No, I text him. She's like the only realtor. Like they have to call her. Like if it's like a dating relationship, they have to call me a few times. Dude, make the, make first the of all, I am not calling anyone chasing after someone. If they're for real, then they call me and they they contact me. This first. is not a dating relationship. This is business. Well, exactly. You see how it would be if like, you tried to date her, right? <laughs> okay, back to the war now. We've we already played. I know Jean-Tis the war is so stimulating. You know, <laughs> so, such a stimulating conversation. So this is what I'm concerned about. There's a lot of Jewish people and there's a lot of anti-Semitic people. And they're in different colleges and people are upset and like, I don't know what's going on at Harvard and all these schools, but it just thinks people are turning. Question. What does anti-Semitic mean? Do you want to go through, I guess you're against? Against? I I haven't really defined it. It 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 could be any religion, right? No, no, no. It, 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 no anti-Semitism so. is strictly, it's strictly for Jewish. Jewish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just Jewish. Semites. Basically, against about the Jew. You're against the Jewish people. You're against uh, Jews, right? And so I'll answer your question. So I'll answer your question regarding it. the situation in the country, right? You ask, why are people anti-Semitic? Well, it's a lack of Christianity. People are not Christian any longer. The United States was founded on Christian, Christian Catholic faith, so that, yeah. which is a ultimately a Judea religion, mm-hmm. right? And the reality is Genesis twelve three. Okay, I bless those who bless you. Speaking of the Jews. Right. And if people understood that or they learned that while they were growing up or while they were in Catholic school or whatever it may have been, they would understand why we protect Israel. Because we're blessed as a nation, because we have Israel as a partner. Mm. 
And if you read the Bible, it, it's in there. Yeah. So I think that's the real problem in the country. We have a lack of religion in the country. It's so sad that this land that created the first religion, in essence, has so many issues. It'll, it'll, its entire existence. It'll forever be yeah. fought over. It's really it, sad. It, it, I mean, that too is in the Bible. It, it'll always be fought mm, over. And yeah. They will always try to destroy Israel. Islam will continue to do so. So mm. what's next? Um, what, well, do you th- what do you take place? So basically, we have these. We have the U.S. basically going into this area. You have mm. Russia with one ship. Um, you have, so Joe Biden was there, right? The president was there. What and does then, he even talk about? I mean, he can't even remember his name He reads the a script. He reads a script. Really? Yeah, it, it was like reading the child's book He's sitting in front of... And that's what I meant earlier. He's sitting in front of the president, whatever, of whatever, and reading a, 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 reading a, a script? Yeah. Are you kidding me? He's an actor. Did you oh know that? Oh, my God. hire actors now in politics. Jesus. And that's he why sometimes his words get mixed up. Yeah. Oh, my like God. Like, he's not reading it fast enough, oh, I guess, and Jesus. his words get mixed up. All right, so where do we see, like, what's next? We have all the ships that are going cause. there. You have 2,000 U.S. troops as well going oh, there to help in regards to... Uh, medical attention, right? Soldiers yeah, Marines. I mean, Marine, Marines are more than capable of provi- providing medical care. All Marines are. Definitely. Uh, I mean, you're taught first aid, so on and so forth, how to deal with situations. Uh, I think the reality is we'll, we'll probably be a force that goes in after the fact, unless things get really poor mm. and we have to go in and be a combat force. Um, do we have forces there now? Absolutely. We, we do. Have, we, we do. Okay. Yeah. We have about 4,000 Marines and then another like 20,000 sailors. Oh, okay. That's not so much. Just then. with what they've, what they've sent. Deployed. Just, I mean, at least 20,000 in three carrier, least. three carrier groups. I would think 20,000. Wow. I mean, aircraft pilots, so on. So you figure 75 aircraft, uh, well, 75 fighters per carrier. So it's quite a, quite a bit of uh, firepower and then battleships that go along with them. Uh, and we, we could pound That's the, co- the personnel to, Man the ship. Yeah, you have oh. logistics you have crews too. that that just man help um, fix the plane. Fuel, okay. air, fuel aircraft, fix planes, uh, so, cook food, whatever. Oh, it may so be. they were just sent there. They haven't done anything then. No. Right? Uh, okay, so they're stationed off the coast, is my understanding, and our special forces Delta guys are already on land. So mm-hmm. special forces Delta, uh, uh, Marine Raiders all go in initially and, and kind of handle the, the okay. cringe cringe. Uh, Work really? Yeah. So they are doing something. How many now? people do you think that is? Like, you a guess. Is it a few hundred people? Or? Uh, on on land? Yeah. Five hundred. So five hundred major guys like, like going in. Yeah, heavy hitters. Yeah, these guys are well trained. Mm, okay. Yeah. Like nothing you've ever seen before, and the best technology in the world backing them. Got it. So and if you look at your stocks, Raytheon, Lockheed, <laughs> six days ago. I mean, it's like this. It's a ninety degree angle straight on yep. up. Like, What's that? Like a 80%. Basically, you know, What's war that? also 80%, creates 80, you know, $80 wealth gain. Yeah, absolutely. For people, you know, the stocks that are making ammunition or uh. airplanes. So he's saying that there's yeah. certain companies like um, Lockheed. Raytheon or Lockheed. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I, be- I believe that. They're building, what, more planes yeah. and so yeah. on. They yeah. actually do save for the economy. War, like war is a money inflation, maker. We have inflation that would basically we have go go to war. We're putting people to work, right? To, to an extent, know. it's like automation, right? Automation is kind of killing jobs. So everything now these days, uh, missiles used to be manufactured by hand. Women used to actually manufacture missiles on a regular basis. Yep. Uh, my my father was an in, uh, a drafting engineer, and they would do missile systems. And he showed me how they would do it. And women have smaller hands than men, and they would actually assemble the missiles and then be shipped off in parts and portions uh, to another place to be assembled by whomever mm-hmm. handles the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's all automation. So I don't see the job market 
really spiking, but I do see the spending spiking. Mm -hmm. And the other problem being is when we say inflation, uh, oil. Right. Well, they always say war brings money. It does, well, to the, but we're, to just wealthy, right? we're just printing it. It's right. no, it's no longer backed, and that's the problem. Mm -hmm. We're printing more bills. What uh, I heard some crazy statistic: uh, eighty percent of the money in the market right now was printed and spent in the last four years. Wow. So if I mean the other twenty percent is from the last hundred years. Mm. So I mean the inflation's out of control. So and the other, the dollars are being brought back into the country by the Ukraine mm -hmm. and whomever else we fund. So we have a few minutes left before we end. I guess what I would want to do is go around, you know, in general and just talk about what we think will happen the next step. We kind of talked about a little bit, I guess, of where you think it would be. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Kind of we're living in history. You know, today's October 18th. But Dave. What, what do we think in the next week or two? This happens all the time, though. It's like almost. But this is definitely the worst it, that it's well, been, at least in my I mean, I guess it's one thing for the Iraq war. I guess maybe it's different because I'm Jewish and it's Israel. But to take enough hostages and babies, that didn't even take place in Iraq. You didn't see babies being caged and uh, women yes, being raped in the street, yes. taking back to another country. Every warfare, I don't remember every that part war of it. time see, has happened. Maybe we just didn't see it because of social media. Right, right. right. You get you to see, see the it. information now, yes. But okay. every every single war in every single country that's been in our lifetime and other lifetimes, mm -hmm. it, they go through the same thing. I mean, maybe it affects me because routine. I'm Jewish and I've been to Israel three times. And I do have like, uh, you know, like I would say my wife's family, basically cousins, you know, um, basically. Uh, so maybe it affects guys me from more. There? And I guess because of the fact that I'm Jewish, right? You hear people basically against Jews like mm -hmm. locally, you know, in the United States. So it kind of affects me more. My my grandparents were part of the Holocaust as well. They, you know, they mm -hmm. got out, you know. So I guess it affects me more. People would say this hasn't happened. I think it was in 50 years. Um, Happens all the time. And <coughs> everyone gets raped and pillaged in every single war. Since the beginning of time. Hmm. Yeah. It's nothing new. I guess the only thing that's different about this time is that Israel basically is definitely going in. They're committed now. And then you have these other countries, I would say because America's weaker, right? Mm. And because of our leadership, that you have someone like Iran and these other countries, it may it may trigger into the World War Three. Like you thought Ukraine was one thing because of Russia, but now it's more of an issue because you have right Egypt, you have Jordan, you have Saudi, you have all these different countries. So to me, it could be more of that World War III than with Russia and China. The relationship's basically a week with America. So I think at this point in time, they think America's not going to do anything. But at this point in time, right, if you're, if you're basically supporting Israel, all these other like Muslim countries that support Palestine or Iran that's backing it, you know, it's going to basically lead into a major war where I feel like even with Ukraine and Russia, it was kind of stabilized into that one spot. Like Russia was against Ukraine. America was behind saying, hey, we'll give you some stuff to help out, but like you're on your own. Mm -hmm. And nobody else did anything, right? Now you have other countries saying that they're going to do something. Where before, with Ukraine, people said, we'll just watch and see what happens. It was very hands-off, yeah. right? So, so I feel like everyone's like hands-on. Everyone's like, you know what? If this happens, like for Russia to send an aircraft carrier to Israel far away, yeah. like to me, that's a lot more, you know? When's the last time that happened? It, I, I can't remember. Uh, maybe, the, maybe the Gulf War. The Someone Gulf, said something with Gulf. Pakistan once. So Pakistan and mm, Bangladesh or something. War, but here, here's the thing. There's an axis of evil in place, and you need an axis of evil for world wars, right? The axis of evil, the axis of evil being, and I, I, I loosely say this, uh, the Islamic Brotherhood, because one, not everybody that who is Islamic is not a terrorist, and it does not believe what these radicals be, may believe, but... You have an axis of evil there. You have Lebanon. You have Jordan. You have uh, Iran. You have uh, Palestine. Uh, you have Egypt. That's five countries in itself. 
Israel would be done if their military is marched across that country. Israel couldn't handle it. So, so the only way that I see Israel survive... Too many countries. Too many to countries. Too many. Yeah, so you have an axis of evil, and then you have the counter-axis, which is going to be the United States, if you want to call it NATO, uh, the United States, uh, maybe even Russia, because I saw that Russia did donate drones to Israel. Uh, maybe R United States, Russia... Um, and whomever else backs, uh, I, the UK did say they were going to send SF and a few others. So if you have this axis of evil in place, ready to go to war, there is a world war brewing. And let alone have a problem in, with Israel and Hamas and all the other countries being there. We have Russia and the Ukraine, and we have China trying to take Taiwan. The moment we turn around and we look weak with a carrier, three carrier groups uh, in, in another location, and we what, what do we have, 10, I think? 10 or 12? Uh, I think 12. 12 in total. Uh we're severely handicapped. That's an easy picking for China to go on over to Taiwan and say, this is mine. Mm -mm. And, and at that point, we have a world war, for sure. So, I, you know, I guess we'll see where things go in general. doesn't happen. <laughs> well, yeah. it, just, it seems like we're on the brink of it. So, uh, anyway, any last words of wisdom? Tony, Tony from New York City. Any last words? Any thoughts? Any opinions? Well, I know that... I got a phone call today from a friend in Forest Hills that okay. all the synagogues in Forest Hills is a predominantly Jewish neighborhood where I live. Mm -hmm. The security is ramped up. There's yeah, cars, mm. NYPD cars. There's um, their own security. There's private security mm -hmm. everywhere. People are calling me left and right. I mean, I'm definitely concerned in regards to the U.S. in regards to the things. Actually, my cousin, who basically is a real pain in the ass, basically who's Jewish, mm. who maybe forgot he's Jewish, he was saying, oh, Jews shouldn't go to the temples anymore. But the whole point is, imagine no matter what religion you are, you shouldn't be scared, especially in America, mm -hmm. to go to a, a temple or a place of worship. You know, 100%. like, what are you telling all the Jews to stay home? Imagine if you told all the Christians or Muslims to stay home. I mean, it's insane. So, like, my cousin mm -hmm. was like, oh, the Jews, the worst place to be is the temple. The other day, actually, I was at Temple Beshalom, and the sheriff was here, the senators were here, everyone was here, and there was, like, SWAT. There was, like, 100 officers protecting, you know, the building and mm -hmm. the people inside because they were basically politicians. But, like, my cousin was like, oh, it's the stupidest to go to the temple. Like, you know, but that's the whole point, right? It's the whole point of terrorism and fear to basically prevent you from actually continuing your religion as well. Yeah. And I don't think any religion you are. And I, I do feel bad. Uh, the statement I'll make last is that, you know, even though I'm Jewish, of course, I don't want anything bad to happen to any Palestinian people. Of course, I'm against any type of terrorist organization, whatever you want to call it, whether it's in America, whether it's a gang even basically causing, you know, fear in America. You know, I'm, I'm against that as a retired police officer. wouldn't want it to happen to anybody Definitely in Palestine, if there there are good people there and they're not part of the terrorists and they're be using they're being used as like pawn items, you know, from from Hamas, I feel bad. I feel bad for all those people. I mean, I, I don't think any Jewish people or Israeli people would want to harm any civilians, but it's a hard situation when Hamas is hiding, you know, um, amongst them. Amongst the people yeah. and the buildings and so on. So it's just a complete mess. I feel bad. Prayers to basically that region. Praise to the people of Israel and the praise to the people in Palestine as well that are good people. Of course, anyone that's a terrorist, of course, I wouldn't want them to create, to do anything bad or any type of terrorist act. Um, mm -hmm. Myself and Tony, we work 9-11. We've been there. We've seen it. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is it's not a good situation. I really hope and only pray for that area, but I hope that people come together, you know, which we can only hope for. You know, one of the last things I'll say to my crazy cousin here, he'll say, you know, if you did billboards, you did all these different things. You know, what is that going to do? How is that solving the problem? Like, you're the problem solver. The bottom line is the only thing you do is you got to promote positive things. Whether mm -hmm. someone puts a billboard or puts something in the paper, whether it's pro-Israel or even pro-Palestine for the Palestinian people that are not, that are good people, not causing harm to others. You got to do everything that's positive. It's like yeah. building a cake. But yeah, I mean, how much can you really do here unless you want to be yeah. deployed to Israel? I mean, the thing is, with the United States, we have, we have uh, mutual, mutually assured self-destruction, right? If you carry a gun, you don't have to worry about terrorism. 
I mean, somebody will handle it. Yep. That's Arm last, yourselves. That's the last thing I wanted to actually share. Arm yourselves I, and be I ready. Carry. I mean, I carry at all times. It's one of those situations. It, it doesn't Myself matter. included. The last thing I'll share is this. I actually, this is the reason why people say that people we wouldn't get invaded in America is because there's so many guns basically in America, right? Everyone's got three, four, yeah. five guns behind every door. That's why people, they would say China or Russia would never try to invade because everyone's got a gun. So as much as we're against guns and people basically getting hurt and killed, that basically we wouldn't be invaded, which I'm not sure if that's really a true statement, but it's mm. definitely a way of preventing other countries to think that they're going to take over America. Yeah. And that's the reason why in Israel, right, everyone should have a firearm. I think they changed the laws now because of Israel. But they basically, did. yeah, but, but but the truth is everybody did should they? have a firearm to begin with. No, no, there's actually a change on that. So they turned around, they had 2% of the population with uh, weapons. And now, uh, I believe Netanyahu released all weapons to he be, be yeah. provided to citizens, really? or if not provided to, they can purchase a weapon to carry for the, for their own self-protection. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it's, it's funny how countries change real quick when you have a real serious problem on your hands. Yeah. Look at what they did in Ukraine. All men cannot leave the Ukraine, but hey, guess what, everybody, guys? Or everybody, let me uh, turn around and push all these AK-47s off the back of a dump truck mm. and pick up a pick up a weapon and go protect your country. Oh, right? that's good. But anyway, I appreciate as we're running out of time. Antonio, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Yeah. On the problem that solver, was great. I love first this. time in general coming on. Actually, I'd like to have you in the future come on. We could talk about some war stories like we did with Will Liang. What happened in military sure. sex? God military damn it. Sex. We never got to that. <laughs> That's the next episode. I was waiting for that. She's all excited. She's like, when does military sex start? <laughs> That's the next episode. I wonder what her Google search lines but, look like. But she has to wear camouflage. The next time we talk, it has to be camouflage. Combat boots. Yeah, oh, combat yeah. boots and like all like the military stuff. Oh, yeah. We all have to wear it. We'll be like hiding behind it. Oh, her. okay. Sure. All right. You like that type of sex, right, so, huh? Yeah. Um, you know it. So, Sean, thanks so much for joining. I appreciate your uh, background and expertise as well. It's interesting to hear some different things in regards to military and stuff like that. You know, we haven't had that. Each, all of us have different experiences. But I appreciate you coming on the show and talking about that stuff. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And, John, I have no clue what you did on the show, but you look pretty. you helped. We got twenty-seven thousand viewers today because you were on the show wearing your, your beautiful blue. Absolutely, yeah. I do nothing. I just sit here. If I'm on the show by myself, there's like three viewers. It's like my mom, oh, my dad, and like my cat. I got a cat watching. Now. My cat, John T comes cat. on. There's twenty-seven thousand views. They don't care what the hell we said. They don't care what's going on over at the Gaza. They don't, they're here they're for John T. That's it's it. true, though. They're it's not true. listening I, to I, what I, you I are understand. saying. I understand. They're like, when are we talking about military sex? I understand All the right. audience. Next episode, military sex with John T. I promise okay, you that. Good. Thanks for, uh, so much for joining the Problem Solver again every single week. Trying to bring good people on for Janti, for her amusement, for her pleasure. Trying to solve some problems here while Janti's enjoying herself. Yes. With our 27th hour views, just watching Janti. If you need help whatsoever, you go to theproblemsolver.vegas or lasvegasproblemsolver.com. You can reach 702-999-1111. 702-999-1111. Be safe. Have a good week.